Across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. Let's have the conversation. WhatsApp voice notes on 0614-104-107. So 10 minutes after one o'clock, thank you so much for staying with us. As we are contending with ESCOM and issues there around load shedding and so on, what we've also been seeing is a lot of flooding happening around some of the areas, particularly in Gauteng. I want us to particularly look at what has happened. There is a breaking story that I want us to touch on. One person has been electrocuted as a result of the flooding in an an area around uh, Pretoria. We want to go straight to uh, one of the SABC reporters there to give us an update on that. We also know that MEC of Housing in Gauteng, Lubuhang Maile, was uh, at, uh, had gone also to Mamilodi. Uh, He also went along with the traditional uh, affairs and governance minister Nkosazana Zuma as well to go see just how devastating these floods had been for a lot of com- uh, a lot of communities in the Pretoria area. Uh, Leela Magnus, SADC reporter, is on the ground there. Good afternoon and thank you so much for joining us, Leela. Good afternoon and thank you for the invitation. Leela, let's just, first of all, where, where exactly in Pretoria are you at this particular moment? I'm here in Mamalodi mm. at the Yestafabrik squatter camp that was built, uh, residents reckon, about 15 years ago. The squatter camp started and it's on the banks of the Moritele River. Mm. Now, this river has basically just been a dry riverbed for many years sure. um, until 2017 when it flooded, but it wasn't that bad. And then yesterday, with all the rain, it's just, it's absolute devastation here. I mean, Leila, what I'm trying to hear, what I'm hearing from you is that this is a riverbed. So people were there at a riverbed. I mean, when did those houses go up? You see, the thing is, they built their shacks in the floodline. The city has tried several times to remove them from the area, but they were unsuccessful. And that is why... When the Minister of Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs, Susana Lamini Zuma, came to Mamalodi, she said that governments, the provincial government and the cities must start working together to educate people that if they do try to remove people from flood claims, it's not because the government is mean, it's because they want them to be safe. Leila, do, do, does the community understand just how serious being on a flood line is? Obviously, as we are seeing now, there is a lot of flooding in those homes. Do, do they now get it? Are they willing now to be moved? I don't think so, because as we speak, there are already people, you know, on the on the riverbank going through all the rubble that's been washed up, trying to salvage something to rebuild their shacks. Rebuilding um, them in the same area? In the same area, oh. the minister said and the MEC said that they are going to try and relocate the people. But I think history has taught us that it's not going to be easy. Mm. Um, the MEC for housing in Gauteng said that they are in the process to get a blanket court order mm. to evict people who build in these dangerous areas so that it gives um, the, the authorities, you know, an extra tool in the kit to to remove the people and to relocate them to safer areas. One wonders, Leila, is there anybody who calls themselves a community leader? Is there a representative of sorts where maybe there could be an engagement between themselves and government? Well, at the moment, um, what the minister and the MEC said is yesterday they focused 
on getting these people to safety. Mm. Today, they are focusing on supporting them because hundreds of these people are destitute. Mm. They literally have only the clothes that they are wearing. Mm. Um, they have nothing else. We spoke to several people at the Baptist Church who said that, um, that their IDs are gone, their SASA cards are gone, all their documents are gone. They have no material possessions left. The only thing that they are grateful for is that their family survive. Mm. But there's like over 100 kids that need to be fed. And the, the pastor at the church said this morning they had five loaves of bread. And um, they decided what they're going to do is they're going to give it to the kids first. So the adults didn't get food. Mm. So that is what they are focusing on now is just to, you know, help the people who are destitute to get them clothing, to get them you know, blankets to, 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 to kind of find a place for them to stay because the pastor said, you know, they can't show them away, but they can't stay there indefinitely. Yeah. So that's the focus now. And then later on, they will engage with the community to get them to, to understand that they have to move. We know that now last night families were sort of split because they were not allowing, you know, men and women to be to be staying in the same spot. So others were sleeping in the church and then others were dispersed to other areas. And as you said, you know, there was very little to eat. We know that there was no, there were no blankets. The, 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 the church has said there was absolutely nothing. These people came in with nothing, literally just the clothes on their back. How, how much better is the situation? You said there were five loaves this morning. Do we have anything good to tell us uh, for, for lunchtime? Yes, the families, both of the families have been reunited. There was one little boy who was still, um, you know, who still didn't know where his mother was, mm. but we do know that he's been reunited with his mother now. Um, we understand, according to the minister and the MEC, that the flooding in Mamelodi didn't take any lives, mm. but that one person did die in Centurion during the flooding there, and the body was recovered this morning. They're still trying to identify that person. So um, all the families have been reunited, they're all together, but there's like five walls in and around Namalodi where all these people are being housed at the moment. Leila, just how, how serious is the situation in terms of numbers? How, how many families are we looking at here? Just an estimate that have been disrupted. Well, I, I can't have family members, but at the Baptist Church last night, there was over 400 people. Yeah. We understand that at some of the other walls, there were also a few hundred. So... It's close to a thousand people that's been completely um, des- left destitute and have got nowhere to go. Um, is there a way in which the community members that are listening to our radio station at the moment can assist? Is there a place, a drop-off point? Is there somebody to contact to try and assist that area? There is um, the Not In My Name movement mm-hmm. is very active in the area and they are taking collections. So I think that would be the easiest for people to just contact them on the internet. Yes. And um, they will be able to tell them where to drop off and what specific rules need what specific Yes, items yes. to help the people there. That's interesting, Leila, that not in my name, I mean, obviously not a government entity. Did the MEC, you know, say anything about how they're going to assist? Well, um, despite saying that all tiers of government are going to work together now and that they will have um, officials, health officials on the ground to start dealing with the secondary effects of the mm. the, the flooding, like waterborne diseases mm. and things like that, as well as officials from the Department of Home Affairs to help people with their documents, mm. they weren't saying anything about immediate help like food or mm. blankets or clothing. Mm. 
So um, I think that is still in the pipeline that will come from government side. Pela Magnus, uh, please, uh, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us, SABC reporter out there in Mamelodi. I mean, I, I don't know how to feel, really. I must be honest about the story, because if you remember, it wasn't so long ago we were speaking about not, we were speaking to Not In My Name, which was in Hamanskral delivering water. We then spoke to a government official in the area who said, no, no there's no problem. Not In My Name is not required. Today, we are hearing that Not In My Name has arrived to try and give immediate relief to an area in Mamelodi that, that has seen flooding going on there. We know that the minister Nkosazana Zuma was there. We know that MEC Lebukhang Maile was also there. But to hear that there was no immediate response coming through from government, even though we have these very senior leaders arrive there, it's, it's quite disheartening, to say the least, from where I'm standing. And I don't know what you think about that. And I'd love to take your call and your response to how you feel about just the kind of, I don't know, one gets a sense that we, we're not in touch, that leaders are not actually in touch with what needs to be done when and how to actually reach the most destitute in this country. Showing up and saying we care at a time like this, I don't think is enough. Surely, if they had arrived with truckloads of something, if you, I mean, just to hear that children only had five loaves to share in a community of 400 people, for me, surely something more could have been done. I'd love to take your calls on 891 Two o'clock now, let's go to Uzila Saku for the latest is in SABC News.